Hey guys, it's Teresa Lee. Hey, I'm Eli Olsberg. Welcome to Pod, Pod is, is a, a woman. woman. Yay. And we're here with a mini episode. Yeah, a special mini sode. Yeah, we're going to Mini, ju- just like Ari. I know, just a little Ari sode. Ooh, Ari sode. Uh, uh, so we're going to... Just a little bit of your uh-huh. heart. Just a little bit of this part. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Uh-huh. I wish we like had like access to like a like a production track where we could like mm-hmm. sing over it like just get like isolated tracks from it so we could do separate vocals you probably can get those shitty karaoke um from you know from those sh- oh yeah i bet they're like, like rock off and this is all like harpsichord like dur, 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 yeah <laughs> or they're like on youtube like a mm-hmm. like a pulled version that somehow there's somebody who you know what's crazy i thought i saw um like you know youtube just pulls up like suggestions and yeah. one of the suggestions was uh rehearsal tracks for the new tour whoa um and but it's not it's someone oh. doing like a th- but bait. it's really impressive it actually does sound like it's coming Ooh, from like a warehouse cool. space yeah so nice. i thought it like was like intro plus seven rings i'm like oh she's gonna open with seven rings and i was like wow. and it sounds like there's like a backing band and that she's singing it live they must be using some obviously like garage band or something or pro tools but i still don't understand how they even like are doing that and how it's not getting mm-hmm. pulled. I'm sorry if I'm putting this person on blast, uh-huh. but, uh, cause there's like a few tracks on that. There was, it yeah. like starts with that and then it goes into God as a woman. And I was like, if that's the beginning of the set list, uh-huh. I feel it like we would, we would all lose our minds though. Live, yeah. you know, cause, oh my God. cause I feel like when people perform live, they usually do start with like a, a mid-level single. Yeah. I could see her opening with seven rings. I could too. Yeah. That's number one right now. Right. Yeah. And it's, she's, and she's not going to open with thank you next. That's too like, yeah. I feel like that's going to be the closer if that was my guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also could see her opening with, uh, God as a woman, but I think she's going to open with something from thank you next. Yeah, I think so too. Um, it's, what do you guys think? What do you guys think is going to be Ari's opening song? It's two days from now, right? I think from the time we're recording, it's tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this comes out tomorrow. So it's tomorrow. So tell yeah. us what you think. Yeah. And you'll get a prize of yeah. feeling right. <laughs> at us. And, uh, yeah, at us. At Larissa T. Or at Eli Olsberg or Pod is a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and today we're going to talk about songs that you won't unfortunately get to see live, which is some of Ari's features. Yeah. So a lot of these mini-sodes we're going to talk about features. The most recent one being um, her featuring on a two chain song, Rule yeah. the World. Oh, yeah, Rule the World, which I'll be honest, her chorus was fine, but it didn't. Uh, it, I don't know. It's it seems like a. It felt like a reference track where somebody yeah. else recorded it and then they just hired her to come in and do it. Not very astonishing to me either. I really, yeah, I feel like it could have been it. It, it felt like a good like intro for a new artist or trying to break you know because yeah. it's like get her on it's not nothing overpowers it and then later you can be like that was the girl from blah 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 yeah exactly but, but yeah i uh yeah i wasn't very impressed by it and not only that but it reminded me of something and before we recorded this i tried to pull it up wow the police is, co- oh, is yeah, coming sorry, to get me the, um <laughs> they're coming for that person who's been posting the tracks I I looked I tried to look it up couldn't figure it out so maybe one of you guys will know but there is a song and I think it comes on my Dua Lipa radio on Spotify so it's in that vein of mm-hmm. girl singers um, where they go like we don't know how like we used to you don't know again like you used to yeah, when you sing it like that I'm like oh there's something on the tip of my yes. tongue it does sound like and something it sounds like this verse yeah <laughs> He's ripping that off faux show so. I can't figure it out. And it's a song about like, I think a guy cheating or something. And then she, she's figuring it out because he's not, um, you know, treating her and getting her nice things the way they used to. <laughs> so, well, I think that like, also, did you watch the music video? 
No. Oh, it's interesting. It's her like singing in an old timey club. Is the one where she looks like she's like um a what's that a dancer dance moms? She's one of the girls from Dance Moms. She's like ducked out in my yeah. ah, Oh my god, you're right. That is kind of that is totally like she. Well, what, yeah, she like, a, like Southern Dance Academy or whatever. Yeah, and I mean, there's part of the vibe I think is that they're like singing together in this club, and he's there. But the the you know the lyrics suggest that she's that they're a couple. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that that's her whole. She's like saying, praying that you make it home. Like I like yeah. and I'm used to it. And I the, the thing is like. If this was an R&B singer, I mean, just Ariana's doesn't have this vibe of like, of like, this feels, okay, now I can put my finger <laughs> on what it is. I was trying to articulate it, but it reminds me of a 90s rap track. Okay. It has that's like not a very, necessarily a bad thing. It's no, just, no. Oh, I'm not saying that. That's not even a, that's a neutral statement. But what yeah, I mean okay. is like, uh, like it, it's almost the other way around. It's funny how you're saying like, if she was trying to elevate a, a, another, another artist, but in this case, like two chains is already really established, and it feels like it would be the other way around. No, it no, used... no. That's what I meant. I meant she oh. would be the girl. Like if there was a new female oh, artist, I, they yeah, would put yeah. her on a track with a more established um, artist and have her kind of do like a non, you know, just very non-commit. Like it's not, it's not bad. It's just like a, just a feature. Like um, yeah, yeah, and totally. Then have her, you know, her voice in there, and then she'd probably break out when they introduced her in music video and live stuff, because then they'd be like, she's hot, because they usually are. Yeah. But the vocals don't really make you wow or feel like it. You have to like follow this girl. It also yeah, the 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 first track that comes to mind for me that when I think of that too, there's a there's a BIG and well, I think it was Total Song actually. There was an R&B group in the 90s called Total mm-hmm. and BIG shows up on it, but it almost he literally opens the track for like a minute. So you think it's his song. Mm-hmm. And and then it becomes their song, but I, I guess a better example might be like um yeah, actually, any '90s rap, like a lot of '90s rap tracks have that. Like, I think uh, Juicy from uh, um, B.I.G.'s first album has that. Like, yeah. th- there's a, th- there's that girl who sings in the middle of it, and uh, I think it's yeah, it's from his first album, "Ready to Die." And I'm actually like fact checking myself here because I want to make sure uh, it's the song I'm thinking of. But yeah, Juicy, and it like it's funny because she's singing on it, but mm-hmm. you never really. I don't think she ever blew up after that. Whoever was doing the voice, I want to look up who it is. Yeah, there's a lot of people like that where they are fine, but you're like, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's actually a sample. Um, has an alternative chorus sung by girl group Total. Ha! Oh. I was right. To- who's Total? Total was an R&B group from the 90s. They had a, I forget what their big hit song was called. It was, it kind of had a second life in the late 2000s. Well, not a second life, but it just played a lot on mm. a, uh, in a movie called The Wackness. Oh, Do you I remember, remember the Wagner's. I watched that with the um, Drake with Josh and, yeah, from Josh Jerk and Drake, Josh, yeah, yeah, and Olivia Thirlby and Ben Kingsley. Um, there's a lot of uh, yeah. There's a lot because it takes place in the early '90s. They were also on the song "What You Want" by Mace, <laughs> uh, or that he was. I'm trying yeah. to think of like I, I, the person that came to mind, but then I'm like trying to find a song where she featured him. Like maybe I'm remembering wrong, but like Tanache when she was starting out. But then I'm like I actually don't remember if she did that because she. Is a great artist, but I feel like she's one of those people who they because she was in a girl group too, and they maybe tried to ease her in by having her feature on other tracks. I like Tanache. I'm looking at her feature songs. I don't see any that. I think Tanache's first album uh, was really good. I I liked it a lot. I was actually like, I remember when I started listening to it because she's great, and she used she's a dancer too. Yeah, very good one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she like when I 
when that song Two On came out, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. This is a little, it just felt like a radio clubby song. That's an example too, because even though that's her song, to me that feels like one where you hear and you're like, okay, sure, I don't mind this on sure. in the background. but And and then I listened to the rest, of the, someone else told me to listen to the rest of the album. They're like, oh, there's a lot of good stuff on here. Yeah. And then all her other singles started coming out um, and it was really good. Yeah, she's really good. There's that one, uh, what's the music video where it's all in the... Um, uh, all hands on deck. All oh, hands on, on deck. Yeah, she dances a lot in that. She way. dances a lot, man. In that video, they they like takes place in like there's like a bunch of warehouse shipping containers, and they're all oh, dancing yeah. in the containers. It's really good. Um, oh, you know what? It is a Tanaje song. I think like I used to. I'm pretty sure that's the one. What album is it on? Does it say? Now I'm now I'm trying to look it up. Like I used to. She goes. Uh, it's on. Oh my god! Now I have to look it up. Uh, like I used to, Tanache. It's on, how do I know what album is on? It's on, mm, doesn't say. Oh, I can find it while you're, but but what are the lyrics? But yeah, never, yeah, won't trust you like I used to, wake up in the morning, can't fuck you like I used to, never Ooh. be the same, won't trust you like I used to, lay my top back, throw my problems on my new coupe. We gotta okay. Let's play. Can we play a little bit of this? Yeah, of course. Because I really think no. Now I'm like really. Let's listen to the beginning of um, Rule the World. Oh, which one should we do first? Let's Actually, do Tanache first. Do Tanache first, and then do Rule the World. Okay. Sorry, guys. You're literally the curtain has been pulled. Right, this is Tanache, like I used to. By the way, this is a brand new song. Oh, really? Not super brand. Yeah. So let me just give some facts about the song really quick. It was released on July 13, 2018, which is crazy. So that's pretty, pretty new. Recent. It's also funny that we, you know, the Seven Rings thing with Princess Nokia and then this. Yeah, let's hear the Ariana one so we can compare it. Do you yeah. have it? Um, uh, I can pull it up. Uh, I can find it. Rule you got world. it? Yeah. Um, and then also, by the way, the song was about the breakup of her previous relationship with NBA. <laughs> with NBA player Ben Simmons. So this was a breakup song. Yeah, and um, it, uh, yeah. So now here's the two chains song. What does the track come on in the beginning? It's too much, too much story, guys. Kill the story right now. All right, here we go. All right, we get it. You're in a we, club. Here it comes.
was her, the beginning. I mean, it might just be the lyric part, but there really is something familiar about it. Yeah, it it is. I mean, I guess there's not like a huge dis like it, like it's not it's not as parallel as I was thinking either. Mm. But I think, by the way, Tanache's first album was called Aquarius, and maybe that's why, as an oh, Aquarius, I love it so much. So go. she's an Aqua. Um, but and like she I is. used to buy Tanache, is a great song. It and is. And this just vaguely reminds me of it, even though it's different. And sometimes people do this thing where you have a hook in your mind when you're writing and you might not even realize it. Because it's like, yeah. just even that, I mean, there's other songs that say like I used to, but just like the rhythm and the tempo and it's kind of similar. And I could see someone not even thinking they're biting it off, but just falling into like, oh, I like the way it sounds. Right, yeah, yeah. Or being like... <laughs> or just being like uh, it, it, it stays in your brain and you forget mm -hmm. about it six months later and then you yeah. pull it up. This is also a big problem in comedy. Yeah. Like you have to be careful how much comedy you take in because yes, sometimes shit can just work it. its break. Like, yeah, your brain just holds on to it. And then eight months goes by and that person hasn't told that joke. Or so, so you just. Yeah. You it's very hard to. Well, that's why I, I mean, I went through a phase where I was trying to write like quote unquote clean college comedy and when I did that I was trying to just come out come out from a place more like um, mechanic where I was like what's well, something funny to me or write a joke about plants but that then you might fall into the trap more of like writing something someone already has written but most of the time I write based on like oh this crazy thing happened to me so then I'll take that story and that makes it easier to not uh, overlap because then even if someone has a similar story it's already grounded in like oh this guy said this specific phrase to me and yes it might be about catcalling which people have done but like you already are starting in a very all of my stuff story-based for probably yeah. that reason i've realized now that you yeah. said it that way because all i do is tell long-form stories or it's something that i saw somewhere yeah. and then i talk about it but i never I, yeah i never start with the topic of like well i think this is weird that we yeah. do this. Like I, it's specific. I, yeah, it's very yeah. specific. I mean, the truth is comedy and music and everything. If you really break it down, everything is the same because everything's universal because mm -hmm. we're all humans and we're talking, singing about humanity. So at a certain point, yes, it's going to be like, oh, someone has a joke about breakups. Duh. But like, how do you phrase it? And what is it? How is it specific to you? And so that's why I'm like, uh, with comedy, I feel like if you're specific, you won't run into people saying you're stealing jokes. Is there overlap? Sure. I'm, there's always going to be overlap. Well, yeah, that's that's. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I. Um, I wish people on Twitter understood that that's how that works. Oh, yeah. Well, because Twitter is also the most – like, you're not actually telling a story. You're just making a quick joke. So oftentimes, yeah. comedians – and non-comedians, your brain goes oh, to the all same All the time, place. yeah. I one time Googled a joke that I was going to make, or I typed it into the Twitter search bar, and I put quotes to see if the exact line – Yeah. Because I'm like, someone had to have tweeted this. This was too easy. And only one person ever tweeted it, and it was mm -hmm. like a year ago, and it barely. But I was like, "Yep, yeah, well, it's there now. I can't do it." Yeah, um, see, that's because you're a good person. And yeah. then I, but people do steal, and when the, the people who steal like to just be like, "Well, my fans haven't seen it," and that's when you get tricky. But yeah, that's that, why that's I'm when like, people start calling themselves curators. Yeah. It's, uh -huh. well, well, anyways, well, topical. That, <laughs> we took, yeah, yeah. Let's make a U-turn back um, to. Uh, so let's the, talk about Ariana. So we're gonna talk about Ariana's. Well, one last thing I wanted to say about Rule the World. Where we're talking about like yeah, being genuine and note? stuff. Well, the one thing I want to say is what she's what she's singing about, like praying that he makes it home and those kinds of things. I feel like that's th there is something going back to kind of like what we were talking about when we talked about Seven Rings when the video oh, came okay. out. There's well, also, by the way, Two Chains was uh, in the remix for Seven Rings. Yes, that's right. And, um, yeah. and so then this is a very calculated move. Oh, for sure. I mean, this was this. That's why it makes me feel like it wasn't written for her. It makes me feel like they had this feature spot, and sh maybe someone else was gonna do it. And they were like, Ariana wants to do it, and they're like, All right, sure. Yep. And that person probably signed an NDA and got a sweet check to yeah. lose their, you know. Um, so 
Today we're going to talk about, well, what, with the remaining time we have, we're going to talk about two of Ari's features from the summer of 2018. Summer 2018, that's Sweetener Summer. Yeah, right before it came out. This was really smart, by the way, because she had No Tears Left to Cry was the first single. Yeah. And then Light in between that, yeah, Light is Coming, but that didn't come out till a little closer to the album release. Mm-hmm. And in between those two, other artists featured her and those came out and were really kind of kept her train going without burning her own candle. You yes. know what I mean? Like, so one was Dance to This. Love it. Oh, such a good song. It was on one of my... Uh, Vaughn. Also, I mean, I'm sure everyone who knows Ari knows Troy Vaughn, but if you haven't really done a deep dive into his stuff, do it because his stuff is great and it really I like pop- him a lot. Yes, and he's kind of like bridges that gap between pop because he's like friends with her and still clearly a big pop star, but like he's still a little bit has that like indie singer songwriter vibe. Um, in a sort of like yes, it's all dancey, but like you know he fits in that world. So I I like that he's still kind of bridging the gap there between like artist and pop star. Sure. Well, he, I think what's interesting, I agree. And I I think one of the things that is, so when I first heard his stuff, his his earlier stuff that came out, it, none of it stuck with me. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I thought youth was fine, but it wasn't some, none of it I was clamoring to listen to again. Youth by daughter. Also a great song called youth. Oh, I've never even heard that song. Yeah, you check it out. Ooh, if, you, if you like sad right. songs, that Noted. you can cry to. Um, I mean, it's spring now. We were just talking about this. The weather oh, just yeah. got nice. Summer I don't know. Sad. I got no <laughs> tears left to cry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but when I heard Dance to This, I was like, oh, okay. And then also like My, My, My. And, yeah, I love that um, one. Uh, Lucky Strike. How great is that lyric? I die every night with you. I mean, what a great yeah, lyric. Yeah. Also just when he's oh, like, my, let's my. stop running from love, running yeah. from love. Yeah. Um, I, I think by the end of this, like, I don't know when, but I feel like I'm the podcast is just going to evolve to me and you singing covers of these songs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I thought a dance to this was like, I listened to it so many times. And oh, actually, wait, sorry. I wanted to say Lucky Strike was the one that I really liked from mm. like that was one of his singles that I really liked. And when he said, I want to know just how to love you, the jewel of California. Yeah. I like melted. Great lyric. Yeah, it's a great lyric. And also from my, 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 when he just says, let's stop running from love. I was like, and let's stop running from us. That mm. is like really fucking like, let's just go with our feelings and not yeah. like, let's not use our brains, just our hearts. Yeah, Very corny, we but should always think with our hearts. Um, yeah. Just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> it's only going to lead to disaster. I know. Be careful. Yeah, be heartless, cold, and calculated. That is how you can go through <laughs> that's life. That's how you and, find happiness. Yeah, that's how you find happiness. Uh, if you can't tell, we're being very sarcastic. Uh-huh. Um, so so uh, Dance to This was the first single that came out uh, from the summer that she was featured on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came out June 13th, 2018. And he, Sivan first revealed the, revealed the song during an interview with Nick Grimshaw on BBC Radio 1 in February. Wow. Okay. So he said this was not plan, a planned announcement, but I'm, which means it was a planned announcement. <laughs> uh, but I'm so excited. It sounds exactly like I dreamt it would. Um, Ariana Grande and I are friends. She's really fun. I said, would you ever sing on this song? And she just did it. My favorite thing is not telling people who it is and then starting to play the song. And as soon as she starts to sing, everyone's like, are you serious? Her voice is nuts. Uh-huh. He wrote on Twitter immediately after the show. Yes, the rumors are true. The rumors are trumors. Mm, I don't know how I feel about the word trumors. Uh, it sounds too close to tumors. Uh, just <laughs> <laughs> not okay. Uh, Grande is, it, is it true rumors or Troy Sivan rumors? 
Ooh, that's a it's a triple entendre. Yeah, it's triple entendre. Uh, Grande is my pop queen, and I can't wait for you guys to hear our song. Uh, it's described as a mellow dance track. Which what's funny is I remember when the song came out, people were making fun of it because they're like, "It's a song called Dance to This, but it's not really a song you can dance to." And that's the point of the song. Yeah, but you it's yes and no. It's a song you can like. It's not like a dance club mix, but it's I can see it. Someone putting on and sorry, someone putting it on in their living room and then just swaying and being sexy and just like being like yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Like you guys don't need to leave the house. Yeah, it's totally. You you dance and then whatever else happens happens. Mm -hmm. Can Uh, you listen to a bit of it? Yeah, of course. I'm going to pull it up. Uh, Yes, I do. Something else I wanted to say about the song, too, is that when she says my favorite lyric, uh, Mm -hmm. I know I'm kind of saying the lyric before we uh, we actually listen to it, but it's a lyric I always I think about like once a week is. um, Oh, yes. I think I know what it is. Well, actually, let's listen to it first. I love that young ambition. Voice is so sexy. I'm gonna fast forward to Ari's part now. That's my favorite line. I mean, that's also a great line. But yeah, uh, yeah I think Dear Beloved, Bring Those 501s a Bit Closer is an incredible line. And I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> uh, I think it's such a funny way of just saying bring that ass closer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. bring your 501s. Like also <laughs> no one ever talks about 501s anymore. <laughs> like Levi's really, I don't know if they're having a moment again. I wonder if they had a surge in sales after that. Oh, when I was at I'm Macy's. I'm curious if they responded to it. Uh, when I was um, at Macy's, like a few weeks after that song came out, I like saw a pair of 501s and I took a picture and like made like a little Photoshop Instagram story where it says like, dear beloved, bring these 501s closer. That's funny. I mean, yes, now that I think about it, I feel like I saw a lot of Levi's when I was holiday shopping. So maybe they, uh, yeah, I mean, look, they're around. They're part of the, they're part of the everyday fabric pun very much intended. (laughs) Um, but, uh, what's fun. I'm a get, what, uh, do you have a preference for jeans actually? Are you, is there a brand you're loyal Um, to? I will like buy jeans and then just wear them for years. So what I was wearing J brand and, um, what's the other one I was wearing? And then I, I think J brand was the one I was wearing for a while. I'm a Gap boy. Yeah, I don't. Gap doesn't quite fit me right. Um, Something I'm about their. I'm very tall there. and long, so I need long, and then my hips are actually pretty wide for how long I am. Oh, that's it. So that puts you at a like. It's just funny with girls; they don't sizes aren't done with waist by leg, right? The way it is for no, guys. No, they're literally just like one, two, three, four, five, or whatever. Yeah, they're that's not cr- tailored very well. And what, then they're supposed to be super skin tight, so most of them are stretchy. Which is crazy because like well. for guys, it's like for me, I'm I, so I like. Yeah, for me, it's Gap Slim Straights or just Slims actually also really work well for me. They fit perfectly, and I don't know. 
every time I try somewhere else, I, I leave very upset. I'm more of a slim gay. Um. <laughs> I was thinking of that when I said slim straight. I'm like, <laughs> oh boy, there's a there's a something there. Uh, <laughs> so uh, let's talk a little more about the song. It says, uh, oh, by the way, let's talk about the music video. Oh which yeah, I, I love, love. it. And so those cute. two little kids recreated it. Yeah. If, if you search on YouTube, there are these two kids who are like probably I would guess no older than twelve mm-hmm. who recreate the video in like oversized suits. I thought that was the original video when I saw that. I <laughs> it thought it could was part be. of it, but yeah, yeah, it's really cute. And if you haven't seen the video, they're in like a uh some kind of uh like Troy's in some kind of uh what does it say here? Let's see if it um they're in a rec room in front of a disinterested audience decked out in ni- nylon, neon-colored 90s sportswear with the pair continuing to perform the song until all the present leave. <laughs> um, the video is an homage to the 2003 music video for Pass This On by Swedish duo The Knife, which I've never seen. Uh, the Knife does sound like a Swedish duo, though. Yeah, I do know The Knife. I know the band, but I don't... Uh, they're, they're, I think they're electronic. Yep, electronic. And uh, looks like they're siblings. Um, <laughs> yep, Karen and Olaf Dreyer. Um, I'm assuming that's how you pronounce the oh, last name. I've never met a real old. I know, right? So cool. uh, Savan stated the video was also inspired by a high school musical, Grease, and a gif of Cher spinning around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that we've reached the part of the uh, content culture where you can actually be influenced by memes and <laughs> gifs. Who is uh, your comedic influence? A gif I once saw. A yeah, vine. <laughs> that's funny, though, because I, whenever I read about uh, like interviews with certain artists they'll mention that they were influenced by a movie to make the album oh okay see that's nice because you got a whole aesthetic and you got the story yes and i've noticed it yeah halsey has said that she said that when she was making her first album badlands she was majorly influenced by i believe it was tarantino larry Mm -hmm. clark and harmony corinne which were some interesting choices i could see her being a harmony corinne girl oh yeah and uh and then the weekend when he made uh, Kissland, which was the one that featured a lot of the like the the Japanese iconography, mm-hmm. he said he was mostly influenced by John Carpenter scores, which I can as a John, huge John Carpenter mm, fan, yes. all over it. Um, and then he also said he was influenced by the movie Blade Runner, particularly like the aesthetic, okay, yeah, 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 which does have a particular shot of a Japanese woman like as one of the ads. Yeah. Um, but it, so. It, it is weird when you hear someone talk about that and then you listen to the music, you're like, yeah, that totally tracks. Right. Um, so yeah. And I also, I just love the end of the video when they're both dancing around on top of the table. I think that's where the share gif comes into play. Uh, the last song we're going to talk about the other single that came out, uh, is bed by Nicki Minaj. Yeah. This one is okay. I was really excited about the imagery because like, Nikki's just fire on like social media, although she's kind of having a, a shitty time now. But um, when they were promoting this, I think she was still pretty hot. And um, she posted, oh, they both posted like photos of each other hanging out. And I was like, this is great. I'm here for it. Because I love side to side. So I'm like, I like that they're hanging out. Yeah, I like yeah, that they're, they're friends. friends. Yeah, but the song was okay. It was fine. I yeah, I mean, was... N- Nikki kind of lost her mind. Yeah. Right? Oh, now? Well, yeah. it's just, I something's happened. I think their tour people are kind of fucking it up. A little bit. Um, well, I mean, like, I don't know that whole thing. I know when the whole thing happened with Travis Scott's album being number uh, one again, yeah, and yeah. she, like, blamed she, Kylie for prom- promoting she, it. And yeah, she's having a hard time accepting that her star is no longer on the rise. And it doesn't mean it won't come back. I mean, look at Madonna. She goes up yeah. and down. Nikki was really, is really great, but was really, like, top of her game. And then I think 
people pit women against each other. Cardi becomes, I mean, Cardi kind of does it to herself too, but like she, you know, th- yeah, their rivalry she- has really hurt Nikki because Cardi's so hot right now. So if we're going to have to pick sides, people are picking Cardi. Right. Well, because a lot of people claim that Nikki like is very calculated and, and, and all she's doing is to boost her own voice, whereas Cardi B brings in a lot of people to and elevates voices, particularly like when she does span, you know, Latin themed mm-hmm. songs, like when she mm-hmm. did I Like It with like Jay Balvin and Bad Bunny on it. And yeah. Uh, I think b- between the, I mean, they're also, all a little calculated because right. they all are, they're not just them, but both of them have a big team behind them who are calculating. I, for I them. will say <laughs> the different. Yeah, that's true. I, I'll say that my perceived difference of the two is that when Cardi B's going off on like her Instagram stories and stuff, she's being, pr- I don't know that there's a, there's a, sincerity to it that's she's kind a little of authentic but part of that is just because she came up a little later right and, and she, so you know she's closer to her stripper roots um and so she really much owns that whereas nikki has like kind of exploited stripper imagery right and and also i think nikki's like when she like I, I to me when she's you know she has her own beats you know her hour on beats radio yeah. i feel like she's really building on having like a, a spill the tea like that's what you're going for, yeah. And I, I don't know if that's a healthy selling point. Yeah, well, maybe she'll find her way. I, yeah. I, I'm, I have hope for Nikki. I do too. I think the, I thought time, the Pink but... Print was such a good album. Yeah, and in a way, I mean, like, truth. I mean, you know, Lil Kim got mad at her for whatever copying her thing, and it's like, to be honest, she kind of did. But like, I'm so glad she did because she came out with so much good stuff. And so yeah. I think in general, when anyone starts to feel that resentment of a newer guard the best thing to do is just to drop it either get on board and work with them or just like let it happen because it always makes you look even more dated when you fight it and when you try to claim your throne and hold it down you just look like you're aging out and you're not nikki's not aging out but she's definitely needs to take a back seat right now well yeah and i think i thought her album her newest album was good i remember there was a few songs she put out on there that i was listening to like wow these are really good songs but it didn't, none of them stuck with me. Like when I, when my year end Spotify stuff came out last year, you know, and it says like yeah, what yeah, you listen yeah. to most Cardi's album was in the top five. Um, oh, yeah, her album's so great. Nikki's one of the singles. I think it was uh Chun Li might've been the, the, of those singles. Yeah. Actually bed was the one I listened to the most. Cause I do like the, I do like Ariana's chorus, even though it's much, it's on like a lower key. Like she doesn't really like, She's not really like singing loudly. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not a bad song. It's just I don't think it makes either of them. It's not in either their their best uh, range. It's just like totally it's fine. Yeah, and the video is pretty like that. That's the thing that I think is the most generic. I don't know if you remember the video. It's like uh, it, they're like in a they're like by a pool. Oh yeah, yeah. It's they're like. Is it the bubble bath one? Yeah. 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 And then and then these two boys hanging out, they like invite over and they're like eating strawberries and <laughs> laughing. It just looks like a it looks like an Armani ad or something. Or like some Maybe kind it of was. like no. um or it's like funny because Nikki and Beyonce's um collab was so good. I love that. That whole album was so good. Yeah, um, and so I you know, it's not that she can't share the stage or whatever. I mean she she features a lot on stuff, but it's like she can do those songs that are less just her doing a rap verse. Because we've seen that with her and Beyonce, right. it really felt like a strong, solid song. But this one really just feels like it's kind of whatever. Well, also on that album, Ari features on that. Oh, should uh, we listen to um, bed? a little bit of Bed? Yeah, yeah, I'll fire it up. Um, she also, um, fe- yeah, Ari was on a song. I don't know if you remember. It was called Get On Your Knees. Yes. Love that That's song. That's right. And um, I, what I really liked about it 
was um i have it fired up by the way do you want me to oh, okay, yeah. i can play it. yeah just before i hit play get on your knees when i was reading up on before we started recording uh i was reading on that album ari's not credited as a songwriter i don't think she's credited on this one either to be honest um i'm gonna look just to make sure but it looks like it was written uh yeah she's not credited as a songwriter which with features that's good that's fine yeah but on the on uh get on your knees Katy Perry was originally credited on there as a songwriter. Oh, and so she was the it was original written for her. I think so because she also says yeah. in that same song in "Get on Your Knees," she says, "I'm on that fireworks, Kate Perry." I think uh. I'm pretty sure it's on that song. I hope uh, just in advance, if anyone's fact checking this, I'm pretty sure that line is in "Get on Your Knees." But if it's not, it's somewhere on that. But I remember one of my favorite lines from that song is. Uh, Nikki goes, got a um, bow on my panties because my ass is a present. <laughs> it's like basically that. a song about like a, about like being a dom in the relationship, yeah, kind of. Yeah, she's just like, get on your so, knees. Yeah, so here's the song. Okay. So that's fun wordplay from Nikki, yeah. as always. She's a great writer. It's not, like I said, it's not bad. It's not anything. I just don't feel like, like there's just better songs that I've heard both of them do. But it's okay. It's cute. So you know? here's a little history of their collabing. Uh, it says the two artists collaborated on Bang Bang, which everybody oh, knows yeah, is a huge song that Bang year, Bang. and Get On Your Knees in 2014. Ariana Grande released Side to Side featuring Nicki See, Minaj. On that's the, as a, a fucking third. great song. Yeah, that's such a fucking great song. And um, if she plays that back to back with Bloodline on the live tour, I feel like we're going to oh, yeah. lose it. Uh, <laughs> it peaked at number four on the US. This is for Side to Side. And then um, in May 2018, Grande revealed via Twitter that Minaj called her in the morning and recorded what would be their next musical collaboration. On June 4th, Grande replied to a follower on the same social network suggesting that there would be more than one collab between her and Minaj to be released through 2018. The other one obviously being a few weeks later, yeah, The Light, the is, light coming. is Coming. Which I like, but it didn't. Uh, people didn't. Yeah, I don't know. I was You and I were like, and we talked about that on the episode when we recorded, but like, just a lot of people didn't vibe with yeah, it the it way you flop, and I did. Yeah, I guess. Um, and it was, yeah, so the song was released on June 14th, which is crazy. Three days apart from the Troy Sivan song. Yes. That's like yeah, That intense. was a good time. That's why I thought she was building up to stuff. And she is, she was. And I think she was just riding this wave. And um, that was around the time when her and Pete were getting together. And it was just like, really, she was just in the spotlight. Yeah. And, and it's funny because it felt if you, if you weren't, um, if you were limited in your vision, like you could say she was already pretty high up there and just like, that's it. But wow, boy, were we in for a surprise because she was going to keep rising and rising and just really exploding, you know? Yeah. And then uh, let's, there's a, um, <laughs> uh, Azalea Banks, of course, was not happy mm. about the video mm -hmm. for wearing Minaj was wearing a mermaid tail in the video and Banks suggested that Minaj stole the idea from her own aquatic themed concepts dating back to her 2012 mixtape Fantasy. Um, that's spelled F-A-N-T-A-S-E-A. And going um, back to like what we were talking about earlier, it's like if you're super specific and you something gets taken fine, but like mermaids, you both took that from the little mermaid. Like you, 
It, mermaid culture is a thing. You can't yeah. just, you know what I mean? you mermaid can't be like, culture. you're doing mermaids. Um, I love that it's called mermaid culture, it is. by the There's way. There's mermaid culture. No, I know. There's it's just so funny. Love mermaids. There's mermaid. They, you know, they get dressed up and they swim around. Um, and then uh, I wanted to read something from the synopsis of the music video on the Wikipedia page. Uh-huh. It says, uh, the music video opens with Minaj playing as a mermaid on the ocean shore. The sun glistening on her body, she flaunts her curvy assets and green hair. She then retires. She then retires to the bedroom in a "quote unquote" sexy lingerie. Mm-hmm. Um, as she rolls around in a mattress before hitting the beach with Grande for some more fun in the sun. The, <laughs> the two women later share strawberries with Beckham and Wing as their on-screen love interests on the beach, uh, being Odell Beckham Jr. and Brad Wing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Excuse me, they're American football players for people who don't mm-hmm. know. Um, Grande does several show-stopping looks of her own in the video, including white lingerie. Do you think if you're a football player who's doing music videos with pop stars that your teammates are making fun of you? Not at all, because that really? is... I feel like they would give you shit. I feel like in 1995 this would be the case, but I think <laughs> now it's like... No, Any that to- chance to be famous. Or- yeah, and that also like raises your clout with like women. I feel like if, if women would be like, "Ooh, he yeah. was in that video." Maybe, yeah. you know. I don't know. I don't think it's anything to make fun of. I think that kind of stuff like really went out the door a long time ago and mm-hmm. um i feel like any of that any kind of that version of toxic masculinity probably exists among fans sure but i don't think among teammates no i think they all just so want to get paid I so. yeah i mean i hope it's true this is pure speculation <laughs> um, <laughs> um cool. all right well i think we should wrap it up yep. but um thank you guys so much for listening mm-hmm. we'll be back next week and like i said we'll be doing some mini sods in between uh until we get to thank you next um, we're not taking a full on break, but we're basically just releasing mini shows until, um, May where we will be back reviewing track by track. Thank you. Next. Thank you. Next. We were, it's so funny when we first started the, the podcast, by the way, it was just initially intended to cover Sweetener. Yeah. And then she suddenly was like, but I have a new album coming out and we're like, Oh, yeah. I guess we're going to have to keep going because it's an incredible album that we would have. I could talk about for literally days. Yeah. You know what, Eli? I think us making this podcast had a little bit, um, to do with her success. I yeah, really think we I have added to the equation. I and I think it's all because of us that she blew up. You Absolutely. Know? I think Thank You Next was going to just be a one and done single. And yeah. she's like, now I have to make a whole album because for this pod. these two people are making a podcast. And thank you guys for listening. Uh, uh, thank you next. Thank you next. And again, that's pod Issa Woman with two S's on Instagram. And at Eli Olsberg. At Larissa T. On the socials. And you can tweet us, at us, whichever you want. And in the meantime, you can also check out our podcasts. I have one called Closure, the podcast that never ends. And I have one called You Can Tell Me Anything. Yeah, they're both pretty heavy, but in a fun way. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) See you guys next week.